This is Together 24-7, episode 34. Hey, everybody. We know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through audible.com, Together 24-7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. And welcome to another episode of Together 24-7. I'm number two son, Barry Cohen. Uh, I'm his wife, Catherine Cohen. Now, why did I say that, Catherine? Because of the people we're interviewing today. God help us. God help us. This is going to be the weirdest interview we've ever done. Pretty much. So for you folks listening, this is interviewing my parents. Good luck with that. I could, <laughs> you know, what I could do really is that uh, I, I could just um, go in the next room and you could do the interview yourself and sort of we'd be together 24-7 because we'd be in the same house, so the, the theme stays, but I wouldn't have to deal with any of this. But here we are. So for everyone listening, it's Thanksgiving week when mm-hmm. we're recording this. Yep. And mom and dad came to visit. That's They're right. staying with us. Catherine has developed a twitch. She has. Yeah. She definitely has. It's very strange looking. Uh, it, we call it the Larry Twitch. We call it the Larry Twitch. It's, 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 it's when my father-in-law gets to a certain to, to a certain nerve level uh, on me and and then i just start to twitch a little bit and then i become my father and then you become no because that's where the electroshock therapy comes in so tell us why we're interviewing your parents because they like us have been together 24 7 only for much 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 longer longer. well you're an old man so that what does that never mind (laughs) i can't do that we'd interview my parents but then we'd need like uh We'd have to get the ghost hunters again. Yeah, we'd have. Yeah, we'd either we'd either have to get, uh, um, yeah, uh, Marie and Jay to uh, to come to interview my parents, or, or Teresa Caputo, or, or Teresa Caputo, or, or John Edwards, or you know, or John Edward. No, one was a one was a candidate, and one uh, talks to the dead. So yeah, so my parents also uh, worked together twenty four seven in a shoe store, and that's where I got the idea to marry somebody I could work with. I think. Anyway. Shall we get on with it? Sure. We don't have a bio for them, though. Uh, you know, that's why you are doing the bio. I'm thinking you might know a little bit about them. Okay. How come you didn't stop after me? Because we wanted four. <laughs> no, we wanted a girl. We stopped after the third boy. Oh, okay. Um, all right, so the bio. So you know what? Now, now your mother has to explain that. We have four. We wanted a girl. We stopped after the third boy. So now you have to explain that. We adopted a girl. Okay. The only way to get her. That's, they had to buy her. They're still huh? paying. <laughs> They're still paying for your sister Helene dearly. The, the warranty is expired. The though. warranty is expired, but there they are paying away. The pick of the litter. The pick of the litter. <laughs> Helene, if you're listening, we love you. <laughs> Oh, gosh. So, so do the bio, you know, how many kids, how long they've been married, how long they're together, 24 so You know the shtick. 
That's well, you I'm always do the bio. I, That's but the thing. These are your parents, so do okay. it. Okay. So tell everybody how many kids do you have? Four. Who's your favorite? They all are. Who's your favorite? They all are. I'm going to be editing this. Just say Barry. <laughs> okay, Barry. <laughs> Okay, I'll say I'll, that. Now you can fix my computer after. <laughs> That's right. I'm the favorite. I told you I was the favorite, Catherine. Um, what else? Oh, okay. So, Dad, you are a CPA. Yes. Uh, let's go back. You want the whole bio all the way back? Not all the way back. I no, don't, don't want to know. It's a 30 minute show. Okay. Uh, let's start. I'll give you a little history of myself. And it won't last too long. I graduated high school about 1981. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. No, 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 no not no, that much. No. Not that much. Let's start with the beginning of our married life. Okay. Okay. We're married 56 years. We were married in uh, June of 59. We have four kids. Mitchie is the oldest. He is 50. He's going to be 55. Did you say Mitchie? Mitchie, yes. Mitchie, Mitchie, Mitchie. if you're listening. Oh, well. <laughs> it's okay. on the internet forever. We're okay. his parents. We can call him Mitchie. That's right. The same as we can call Barry. I don't know if you were aware of it, but Barry... Is the marshmallow? Yeah, we we I've been in the family for twenty years yeah. now. I'm I'm okay. aware of it. And then Barry, you're fifty two. Uh, Scott is forty nine, and Helene was just forty six. Who's your favorite? We're all equal. Who's your favorite? We're all equal. Who's your favorite? Barry, as of now. <laughs> Keep you quiet. Okay. Uh, uh, we got married in 1959. I was in the Navy prior to that, uh, and we. I got out in December of 58. Uh, in 59, well, let's back off. I got my bachelor's degree in 1955, Pace University, and I highly, highly recommend them. I got my master's degree from Pace. I got my CPA coaching from Pace. I have half a doctoral degree that I got from NYU, but I dropped that because, unfortunately, the instructors there were very, very generalist. They could not get into anything, anything specific. Do uh, we have any idea what that means? I have no idea. We'll just let them roll along. We'll let them roll okay. along. Good. In other words, they did not discuss anything specifically. Everything was just a big circle. It encompassed a circle. So you're half a doctor. Half a doctor, yes. You're just the, yeah. you're just the P. Uh, business. I started working 1955. Went through several accounting, public accounting jobs. Went into the Navy January 57. Got out December 58, so it was a two-year hitch in the Navy. Uh, from there, I worked in public and private accounting. And in 1970, I was offered an adjunct position at Brooklyn College, part of City University. And it was a teaching position in accounting. I enjoyed it, had a lot of fun. Bottom line is I made my career as an accounting professor at City University. Retired from there in 1998. But in between, and this is where the business end comes in. I knew we were going to get yes. it. We eventually well, needed to get together 24-7 and how you guys work right. together. Okay. We, I, I started a small accounting practice like everybody. You moonlight a little bit, and the moonlighting gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and eventually you've built up a good business. And we've been doing that uh, since probably, let's say, 1980 or so. So for the last 30, 35 years, and at this particular point, I am, as they say, too busy, too old to retire, and too busy to get old. Who says that? 
I does. say that. Oh. Oh. Too old to retire. So, I thought, I thought, too I busy was, to get old. So, as, as our listeners may recall, on a previous show, we, uh, we put out a little wager. And the wager was that uh, uh, that uh, Larry Cohen. Did, did you ever introduce our oh, guests? No. Larry and Isabel Cohen. Mom Larry, and Dad. Larry and Isabel Cohen. So um, we put out a little wager and, and let our guests know, and, and you can write in and, and give us your your vote. I don't know if we'd be able to send the winners a prize, but Larry claims that he's going to uh, retire in February of 2016. <laughs> uh, we say no. And if you and now he's he, saying no. And now I he's saying, saying I say I, no. I don't know where that came from. He's never going to. It came from you. No, never. Yes. Yes. No. Yeah. no. So anyway, so told you he was losing it. I know. I know. Never. So when did you two start working in the firm together? That's you, mom. I know that's me. I would say probably about fifteen years ago when I retired from my job, and Larry was doing the accounting doing uh, financial statements, sending them out to be done, paying someone. And I said, well, why can't I do it? Why can't I type up your financial report? Oh, okay. So I started typing them up, ran into a problem as how do I get line my numbers up, called Kat. She told me how to do it on Word, putting it, inserting a table. Now my numbers are straight. Then I had to figure that out. Oh, they're right, though. Well, that's Daddy's department. <laughs> that's my end, yeah. I, I think it was before that. It, it was before, because you were entering all of the information, all the tax returns, all tax, into the right. computer for years before that. That's right. Before 15 years way, ago? Way, way before, before yes. yes. No, you used to send them out to a, a but company. You, that was longer well, than 15 years We've been ago. living in Phoenix for 20 years. You've been doing it long before that. Yeah, yeah. well, then your memory's better than mine. Yeah, Senior probably, moment. yes. Yes. So, so you said, okay, let me do this. Instead of sending it out, instead of paying somebody else, let me do this. What made you think, knowing my father-in-law at that point for as many years as you knew him for at that point, 30-some-odd years, what made you think that um, – It was you, smart? You could, you could work with him without him driving you completely insane. Because we were in two different parts of the house. If he was up in the office, I was in the kitchen doing the work because we work at our kitchen table like we're doing now. And uh, that was fine as long as I didn't hear Isabel scream, which meant he's having a problem on the computer. Or he has a Q-tip stuck in his ear. Oh, no, not anymore. (laughs) We agree with that. That's a whole other show. I mean, now people are just going to turn us off completely. We've lost our entire audience. We've lost our entire audience. So as long as you two were not working in the same room, everything was okay. Yeah, yeah. Fine, yeah. Yeah. Where Isabel had her responsibility. Her responsibility was the physical preparation of the financial reports or the input on the the tax tax work. My responsibility was the professional aspect of it. Was the actual doing of the The tax preparation? Yes, the interviews... Uh, the meeting with clients, uh, everything relating to the financial end. So before that, um, because we're going back a little bit in our notes, um, did you or either of you have any entrepreneurial experience before you opened your practice? (sighs) No. The closest I came was many years ago. Oh, that's right. 
Uh, I forgot about that completely. Just I remember that. That's why I pointed out the question I to you. I remember these too. things. You, you didn't even exist then. I didn't even exist then, but I heard the stories. Uh, I don't even use that. Um, the closest I think I ever came is at one point I said I don't like accounting, and I invested in a uh, a business that uh, – what's a good word for that? It was uh, Just say it. it, it it's a, no, it was a business that – Gave you the ability self-help. to speak. A self-help business. And we invested about $15,000 in that. Flew down to Waco, Texas for the meetings. Uh, bottom line was I threw out $15,000. And it was probably, it was the best $15,000 that we ever invested because I realized they belonged in accounting. And we also lost Barry there. We left Barry there and we lost him We somewhere. crossed the street and he was not allowed to cross and right. he wouldn't cross the street. But then we realized it. And we went back and like a bad penny, I came back. That's right. <laughs> now, you, you also, I remember, because, Mom, you reminded I forgot about it completely. You had the iron-on iron t-shirt, t-shirt business running out of the basement. That's, I right. forgot that completely. You're right. And who started wh- of it. Which one of you started that business? Which one of you decided to go into it? I think together. It was, it was I guess, in the late 70s? No, no. I think late 70s, that. I think it was. And... Uh, it was a big fad back then. Everyone was getting iron-ons on their T-shirts. I remember. Yeah, and uh, we all made the catalogs. We, there was there was no Microsoft publisher or anything back then Ooh. to be able to put these things together. So I remember got the ca- you got the catalogs from the companies, and we all sat there with scissors cutting out the, the pictures of the, the iron-ons that you were going to carry in stock, and then we put them into other books that you got to other people. So you basically created your own multi-level marketing company. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Uh huh. I don't remember if it was successful or not. I, I really can't tell you. Well, apparently not because you're probably, not doing it. No. Well, probably in the beginning, and then everyone else was doing it. Right, so right. That was the end of that. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the Division of Labor. Dad, you started to go into that. Larry, you started to go into that a little bit earlier. But tell us about the Division of Labor, how that was decided, and how you check up on each other. What is, what is the system of checks and balances that you use in order to uh, in order to not drive each other crazy, but make sure that nothing falls through the cracks. When we're doing tax returns, Larry puts the numbers on an input sheet. He gives them to me. I go on to the computer, input them into the tax return, calculate the return, just print the numbers that were input, print it out, and give it to Larry. He would make corrections if any were wrong. Then I'd go back into the computer make the corrections, calculate the return, print an accountant's copy. He would check that. That is correct. Give it back to me. I would then print the uh, client's copy and then electronically file it. Okay, so you're the administration portion of uh, Lawrence Cohen CPA, and you are the face of the company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Isabel, did you ever do any – do you do the calls, the appointment setting, any of that stuff? Absolutely and, not. Absolutely not. Not just not. <laughs> not, you know, no, no, that's – Larry's in charge of that. But, but you also have to realize the – my mother did answer the phones for the office because there was never an office phone. It the was house the house phone, phone number. Always. Still it is. Was, still is. Still is. Yeah. No, we did have a we separate did have a office. Absolutely. Years ago. Yeah. That, yep. How long that worked for? Because you gave all of your clients the home number anyway. Yeah, yeah, because we, as a sole practitioner, as a sole practitioner, you have to be available to answer all questions at all times. 
and everybody knew our home number, our every client, home number, office number, and once the sales started to come in, cell phone number. And the clients, incidentally, uh, as long as we're talking... And the, and the fax number. Oh, and the fax, yeah. Which was the second home number. Right. Yeah. Okay, now, the clients, you know, you, you believe in expanding your business by giving out business cards, advertising, or what have you. I've never given out a business card. The practice that I had, I don't know it was if it was from my ability, and I'm very serious with this now, or the connections I made, but I've never given out a business card, never had more than 12 clients at any one time because I knew my limit. Everyone was a major, major success in their field from uh, uh, real estate to ship repair, uh, manufacturing, importing precious diamonds, uh, publishing. These are the ones that come to me off the top. But never once did I do any advertising or give out cards. Anything that I got was strictly word of mouth. Word of mouth, networking, like networking. we always talk. Yeah, absolutely, yep, yep, networking. yep, yep, yep. We mm-hmm. always talk networking, although yes. nowadays any networking, you have a business card, you go out there. and yeah. That's you, true. You need to get in touch with someone. Oh, you're talking to me? Yeah, and you, you're doing number five. I'm doing, okay. Like I, like I signaled you ten times already. I didn't know we were up to it. We were up to number five. Don't argue with me. Really? My parents are here. Mm, whatever. They won't treat you to dinner. <clears throat> go ahead. Okay. So, what was your biggest entrepreneurial disagreement, fight, brawl, and how did mom win? <laughs> <laughs> I, the truth, I don't think we had ever had a major fight. We always argue because I need things now, but sometimes they have to go in a certain sequence. Like 10 minutes ago. Like I needed 10 minutes ago. And I have no patience. I'm a type A no. person. No. no. You have no patience? No. no I'm no. shocked. Me too. 20 years and I didn't realize that. Yeah. Uh, I have to have it now. But I don't believe we ever had a major, a severely major disagreement. What happens fairly often no, I'll is say, a, I'll say to you, forget it. Do it yourself. And that's what ends the disagreement. Because <laughs> he can't do it himself. That, that's it. So we really don't have anything major. No, I don't think we ever did. And the do-it-yourself means trying to do something on the computer. That I like have a no tax knowledge. return. Yeah. He doesn't for, know the program. For our listeners, my father still has a flip phone. So My father-in-law I, I is call still... I a stupid phone. Yes. My father-in-law, <laughs> um, back in the late 90s, I guess, early, early 2000s, I gave up my Palm Pilot... Uh, for those of you who are old enough to remember what one of those is, I gave up my Palm Pilot. He took my Palm Pilot and started using that as his organizer. Address book. Address book. And to this day, he still does. So he is, how shall we say, technically challenged. Yeah. And and what do your three sons uh, do for a living? I for, What do you and your brothers do for a living? I forgot. It has something to do with computers. Yeah, yeah. I could tell you it's not accounting. Yeah, no, no. But you can't back up the Palm Pilot anymore. No, you There's can't. no program. And the Palm Pilot is right inside our room now. Right here. Right here. Yeah, I know. It's always there. I saw it. I saw it before, and that scares me every time I see it, because it's going to break, and who are you going to call when it does? Barry. Why are you going to call Barry? Call Scott. Call Scott. He lives closer to you. I'm across the country. I can't do anything. You could take over the computer. 
No, I can't. Not anymore. <laughs> Not for a Palm Pilot. <laughs> Not for a Palm Pilot. So these these disagreements, this this um, this overwhelming need that you have to have everything done 10 minutes ago and it has to be done and it has to be done now and the world needs to drop everything for you. This overwhelming <laughs> need that you have for this, does, does that carry over into your personal life? Does this, do, do these discussions that are done loudly carry over into your personal life and how do you resolve the issue of not bringing your business into your personal life so that we I... just never have. We never have, but... Certain things do come about with our personal life. I don't like to be late for anything the same as I don't like to have any tax work. I'm always on time. You say I'm late. I'm not. (laughs) I I have one of those at home too. (laughs) The the same as uh, financial reports, tax returns, uh, meetings, letters have to be out on time. Personally, if we're going anywhere, we have to be out on time and we have to give ample time to get there. So I always, let's say mom pushes the envelope a lot. No, I'm ready on time. You're yelling, but I'm ready. All right. So this need to have everything immediate crosses over into your personal life. Mm -hmm. And, and And how is it, as I say every day, how is it that... How do we how do we say this to uh, to not get the explicit? <laughs> you can't get explicit. These are my parents. You can't talk like no. That. But how do how do I say it so that we don't have to put a little explicit tag on our show? How, how have you resolved um, this this back and forth these issues um, in a way that it doesn't carry over into your personal life and that it 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 doesn't result in you being hospitalized because uh, mom has lost her temper. Any argument we have, professional or personal, is solved very easily. I say, just look at me without laughing. How could you not laugh at that face? <laughs> that's it. It's happening. Wait a second. I have the same face. That's right. And that's why I'm hysterical all the yep. time. But that every argument has ended that way. Look at me without laughing. Can't. <laughs> so, okay, so Catherine's giving me the hand signals. I don't know what that was. Number know six. We do this all the yeah, time. But you're holding a pen up. I can't see. Oh, six. Good. Oh, gosh. This is what I live with 24-7. So, Mom. Yes? Since Dad's been talking the whole time, looking at his notes and talking nonstop, what are some of the joys of being together 24-7 with my father? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I really wish this was a video podcast because the look was unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen. Name one. <laughs> wow. I don't know. Just, just one. Just I know there's one. so many just to go through. Something, anything. The second one now. What's the second one? Name the first. I can't. Dad, what are some of the joys of being together 24-7 with my mother. Eating supper quietly. Eating a quiet dinner in the house. No, no, that doesn't happen. I know. The phone rings. Yeah. But it's constant. No. We, what, we so, get along. So why, so why do you enjoy working with your wife instead of sending this stuff out? Mom, why do you enjoy working with him? What, what 
pushed you to say, why don't I do this for you instead of sending it out? Why did you decide to, you know, work with him instead of just you were retiring instead of just being retired and hanging out with your grandchildren? What made you decide to work with him? What's the joy in that? Financial joy. We didn't have to pay anyone else. I was willing to do it. He hasn't paid me. You don't pay her? No. No. So we're part of the billing. We go on vacations. Yeah. Hmm. We go out to eat. I want cash. We visit children. Why? Why? Because we love them. That's right. (laughs) Oh. Oh. I thought it was for the free meal. No. Yeah. (laughs) No, you've. Your father keeps taking us out to dinner, so this meal is very costly to him. This is more expensive than some of their European vacations, I'm just saying. It is. It is. So now, do you do anything? I don't think you do. Separate, do anything to separate yes, personal and business time. Absolute. What? Uh, I do volunteer work. Mom doesn't. Mom spends her time on the telephone, on the stupid computer. <laughs> You got to you got to get whoa, whoa, whoa. right you're, up. You're she, the one that talks more on the phone than uh, me. But I do volunteer work, and both of us did volunteer work, although separately in Staten Island with Fleet Week. But we retired from that about two years ago. We were doing that about twenty years together. Mom at one end, I was treasurer of the group. Uh, we babysit I, our grandchildren. Yeah, babysit and the four-legged grandchildren. Right. Uh, separately, I belong to military organizations that I go to meetings to. Um, I belong to the synagogue. I do volunteer work in the office there. Uh, Cleans out the closet. You don't clean out your own closets. Uh, Go out with Corey, one of our grandkids. We go out every other week. Go out with him. So we do things separately. uh, And it just, it breaks it up. And there's never been any problem with that. Okay, and I know that you're reading a book right now that you're dying to promote and let our listeners know about. Tell us what you're reading. Uh, The book I'm reading is Wall Street Potholes. It has not come out officially yet. It is uh, the uh, copyright. You got to talk into the microphone, microphone. not not looking at the book. Copyright is 2016, but this is an advanced copy of it. And it's a money management book. And the money manager we use, the finance uh, professional we use, John Burke, is the author of one of the chapters. So I'm reading that book now. And for our listeners, we'll have that book up in the show notes as soon as it's available to the public. Yeah. Well, no, we'll have it in the show notes, and you just have to keep hitting on, on Amazon. I'm writing the show notes. This this thing is going out in December. Yeah. And okay. if the book comes out in 2016, they'll just have to no, go no, on I, it. And it's called it. Wall Street Potholes by Simon Lack. Right. So no, um, neither, put that in your wish list on Amazon. Yeah, it appears to be a good book. Appears to be good reading. You've got, and, you, and you just finished the book uh, that you enjoyed. Uh, which one was that? No, Killing was, Reagan. Oh, right, right. Killing Reagan. That was an excellent book. Yeah. We'll put that out there we'll put as that well. Because I know you've been recommending it. Uh, I, I recommend it if you enjoy reading books of that type. I won't read any books that are novels. I like to read factual books or Navy books. And Why books do you like a, to le- read those Navy books? Because it's history for me. It's history. It's something I lived, something that I did. Uh, we still have our reunions. The ship was put in commission in 1946. That's 70 years ago. What's the name of the ship? So in case there are some people that you haven't been in contact with. Right. Very good. Thank you. USS Allstead, A-L-S-T-E-D-E. Uh, may I give a little background on the ship? 
quickly. Very little. Very little, okay. Our function when I was on board, and this was prior to being married, we were a reefer, which is a food ship. It was, uh, we were stationed at the time I was on board in Norfolk, Virginia, and our sole function was to feed the Navy out at sea. So a round trip was about three months, at which time we never had overnight liberty. Uh, we could work 20 hours during the course of the day while we were replenishing the other ships. And bottom line was the ships had to be fed every other week. So there were a series of ships similar to ours. We filled up our entire ship, the cargo holds, with all type of food, uh, dry stores, canned food, frozen eggs, frozen milk, frozen meat, and uh, went over to the med, replenished them out at sea with high lines. When the ship was empty, came back to Norfolk, filled up the ship again, and went over. It was a round trip, as I said, three months, and uh, it was a continual thing. And if any of our listeners are thinking of going into any of the armed services and trying to decide which one, Dad, why don't you tell everybody about your health for the two years that you were on the ship? The first thing I learned on the ship, <laughs> when it leaves port, you do not throw up, throw up into the wind. So if you have a problem like that, you might think about you the Army or, or the, the Air yeah. Force or the Marines. So this is the second Navy person that we interviewed today. Yes. Uh, Jay and Heather, we just interviewed a little while ago, and their episode will be right before this one. So Jay and Heather, if you're listening, Jay is also in the Navy, and Jay's also start studying to be an accountant. So Now let me go one step further. Remember I said the ship went into commission in 1946, decommissioned 1969, which was uh, that is six. About same 45, yep, that's right, same age as Celine, 46 years ago. We still have our reunions, and we still get a minimum of 100 people coming to the reunions. And we have never found any ship that could match that. Uh, we have what is one or two men are plank owners, which means they were the first members on the crew. Uh, the ship itself was named after a star and the star was named by a German astronomer. His name was Alstede, A-L-S-T-E-D-E. -E. We got that. We got All that. Right. He came to the United States from Germany prior to the First War or just after the First War and settled in New Jersey. The great-grandson has a farm called the Alstede Farm, which we visit every year, and he tries to come to our reunions as well. Very interesting. Good stuff. So... Now that you guys have been working together 24-7 for a lot of years and you've been married for a lot more because, um, you know, your kids are old. Hey. Hey. <clears throat> what one piece of advice would you give to our listeners? Stay single. <laughs> <laughs> no, having a family is a great thing. We are always busy, as I say. We're, we're talking business we're advice. We're talking business yeah. advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> business advice? Business. Working together 24-7. Okay. The kids are part of it. Yeah, Barry, if I have a problem, I call you or That's I call right. Scott. Mm-hmm. Yep. She never calls Scott. Yes, she never calls Scott. Yes, I do. Yes. I bring my laptop to him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, if it works out, it's great because uh, any costs incurred in doing the work are not there. So, so basically you're saying involve the family in the business because they work for free. No. 
No, because I we don't work not for the free. Fa- whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not talking about the entire family. We're talking husband and wife. It's a package. It's a family. It's not your money or my money. It's our money. Told uh, you. Yeah. And it just, for us, it happens to work. For other people, it may not work. But we overall, I would say, I would give us an A to an A plus. We weren't asking you to grade yourself. A we piece are, of advice. He's grading me, not a, himself. No, a piece of advice is for, for I those, see it. I those, see it as a very favorable thing for those looking to go into business with their spouse or partner. What piece of advice would you give them? Not an A rating. Do okay, it. the rate. Go for okay. it. Do yeah, do it, but make sure you do have separate. Thanks, time. mom. You're welcome, there. Make sure you do keep your space separate. I don't think you can sit next to each other and work. That would create a problem. We've done it. We've done it. Well, well, it created a problem. That's why we yeah. have two separate offices. Well, that's because you talk loud on the phone. But you do have two separate offices. Yes. Right? We have two separate offices, and it works very well. Two separate offices, one spare bedroom and one kitchen table. Ah, that's right. That's right. That's but exactly it works. It. Or it sometimes works. the dining room table and the kitchen sometimes table. Sometimes the dining room table. Yeah. Until well, that's where he gets all his tax information from a client. When from the dining come. room yes. table? Oh, from the dining room table, what? because when they come over, they have to have bagels and coffee and, and all, et cetera, et cetera. So we're n- it's not just us. We're not special. No. Because when, yeah. when we visit, we get bagels, bagels and, coffee and coffee every morning. Wow. Anybody, I, I thought I was special. Anybody from a tax agent to a client or to a friend who comes to the house to have their tax work done or to have an audit, they all are aware the first house rule is if it's for breakfast, you're getting bagels. If it's for lunch, you're going to have salad things of that nature. So it, it makes for a very relaxed atmosphere and a successful atmosphere. Cool. And that brings us right into the food round. Yay, food round. Yay, food round. So <laughs> I can't even ask the first part of the question. What is your favorite meal to cook together? Why? Because your no. mother's so good at making reservations? Because my no, father no, burns I, water. No, I, I cook, but he can't. I will not touch he food. touch food. I've I seen just, him make a grilled cheese once, but what it does is burn the toaster. Yep. Because uh, he I, thinks that you could cook the cheese better if it's he, flipped upside down. He goes to make an egg and yells, help for me to turn it over. I absolutely <laughs> don't like cooking. Uh, I've never cooked. I think because my father never cooked. So I just... And your it. son is like a gourmet cook. Yes, absolutely. Your you son are. is a gourmet cook. You are. That's, that's, why that's me, but son. But I have never. Yeah, that's, yeah it's Barry. The, neither fa- the, the other, favorite son. Yeah, the, the yeah. other two I don't think you can cook, and neither can the daughter. Although now no, that she's Aline, dating an Italian, oh, she's, yeah, been forced she's, been, you know, she's cooking. She's because forced to learn how to cook. That's what Italians do to you. All right, so. So then, wait, well, well, the favorite, what's your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant? Well, what's your favorite thing to order in? <clears throat> order in Chinese. From tax. From, from tax. tax. From Mr. Tax, yeah. My or favorite. there's a local sushi place that we go to just to grab a quick bite. What's the name of it so we could promote them? Can't tell you. I don't know. It's where the sweet shop used to be. That's all anybody needs to know. It's right next to A&C. <laughs> right. <It's> Staten Island. <laughs> uh, I don't have a favorite meal because I'm not a food person. I don't have a favorite restaurant because I'm not a food person. Unless there are cookies in the house. That's, we're talking about a meal at your favorite restaurant. Okay. And, and the, the last question is another no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah. No-brainer. Yeah. I'll answer it. The last white question Zinfandel. we always ask is red, red white, white, or, or beer. beer. And aside from white Zinfandel, it's going to be Manischewitz. Right. We are not beer drinkers. We're not wine drinkers. Yes. So let's go ahead and... And again, uh, you are into craft beers. 
And good wine. And you are into good wine. Yes. And we are wine snobs. We are very proud to say that we are wine snobs. As long as the bottle of wine doesn't cost more than $12. Oh, please. We've bought $50, $60 bottles of wine, and you know it. We have? Yeah, the one from up in Las Vegas. Are we going through this right now? No. So the the bottom line is, unless my husband looked exactly like his father, and you'll be able to see it on the show notes, because, of course, you know, we have our crazy pictures on the website, and then we'll have the crazy picture of of my in-laws, which is our our guests today on the show. You would never know, based on their uh, food abilities, their cooking abilities, and the and the wine snobbery and beer snobbery that that we are, you would never know that, that they begat me. That they that yeah that they're your parents, except that you look just like them. Oh, but Barry, I always cooked. Yeah, no, you always cooked and always yeah. cooked well. Thank you. Okay, let's go ahead and. But I, no, I no. guess let me make the correction. Then you would never know that you're your father's child, other than by looks. Other, other than, than by looks, looks. right. Yes, that's a better way of putting it. Yes. Now can we go to commercial? We can go to commercial. Okay, we'll be right back after hearing from our wonderful sponsors. Hello, listeners. We know that many of you are tuned into the show because you're looking to start a business with your spouse or life partner. If the business you're looking for is to help small businesses grow and prosper, if you're concerned about economic ups and downs, if you want a business-to-business company, well, then you want to start your own barter exchange. Want to learn more about what a barter exchange is? Don't even have the foggiest clue? Then go to www.barter21.com forward slash together. That's www.barter21.com slash together for your free ebook and a $150 discount certificate to their Launchpad Plus setup and training. Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. There are a million choices out there, so where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com, unless you're driving. Then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. And we're back, and um, we have the pet peeve of the day. And I just heard as we were coming back, my mother goes, what was the pet peeve? Yeah, this is the first personal pet peeve. This is the first time that we've had... Um, our oh, no, couple. No, it is because he's always complaining. I'm never ready on time, but I'm always ready on time. And I'll say, "Where are you?" I said, "I'm waiting at the front door." Where are you? So that's your pet peeve. Yeah, basically. father. Do you have a comment on that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And the comment is yes. <laughs> but that's it. That yeah. She mom is. Just she pushes the envelope, and I don't like. That. I like to leave break time. So if we're delayed on the road, and you know, living in New York, it's difficult to travel. If we need break time but on the road, or there's ta- always traffic. Whoa, 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 whoa! Time out, time out. You're always telling me this is the time you have to be ready because we're going to leave ten minutes earlier than we ordinarily should. Yes, dear. <laughs> and then I'm ready. Right. So I have no pet peeves. You have a lot of pet peeves, but we don't have time for that on the show. And, and we don't we don't 
go into political discussion. No, we don't. No, that's, we don't discuss. And then you always want to call the person five minutes after we're in the car to tell them we might be late. How do you know you're going to be late? Because you're going to run on the Belt Parkway and there's always traffic. <laughs> And that is it. But in, in all of our shows, in all of our, what is this, number 34, in, in our 33 previous shows, um, none of the pet peeves have been personal. And yet your parents remain together. 24-7. 24-7. Because I can't get along without her. That's, that's I no, true. I can't me, cook. You can't cook. You can't, you can't get directions. You don't know directions right. anywhere. You can't Cooking, turn on the computer. Directions. Computer. Hanging up a phone. Hanging up Hanging a phone. Up a yes, it's hysterical. He gets a phone call, and he cannot hang up a cell phone. It's really hysterical. Yeah. And yet, here they are. You've been married again how long? 56, 56 years. And a half 56, and a half 56 and a half. And a half. They've been married 56 <laughs> and a half years. They have been working together 24-7, probably well over 30 years. Yeah. So, and God love my mother-in-law. She hasn't <laughs> killed him yet. But, uh-oh. Oh. Your mother, your mother-in-law knows where the bread is buttered. Oh, please. Oh, no, she knows how to butter <laughs> the bread. She knows how to butter the bread, which is more <laughs> than I can say for you. So thank you guys so much for, for actually being our guests on the show and agreeing to do this. Um, you can get in touch. It's Again, it's uh, Larry and Isabel Cohen. Um, you can get in touch with them, I guess, on Facebook. You can message them. Uh, or, Lawrence M. Cohen, if you want to, if you want to friend and, my father-in-law for any yeah, reason, if and anybody Isabel needs Cohen. to, because I don't believe you're taking new accounting clients anymore. Absolutely, <laughs> no. I'm only no. doing about ten percent of what I had yeah, been doing because you're supposed to be retired. That's right. Twenty years theoretically, ago. never, never. If you happen to be or know anybody that is or was was um, part of the USS Allsteed crew, why don't you go ahead and get in touch with us? Info at together. 247.net that's info at together247.net we'll go ahead and forward that information to Larry and Isabel and they will get in touch with you about the Allstead reunion and was the reunions every other year year and a half every year and a half every year and a half this one is going to be in Branson I believe the date is April 14th one day prior to the end of 2016 of 2016 so if you want to do that and we'll also have on the show notes uh, a link to the Allstead farm because those are the descendants of the namesake of the USS Allsteed. And uh, and that's it. To get in touch with us, it's uh, Barry at or Cat at Together247.net. And our website, Together247.net. Right. With that, we'll catch everybody next time. We'll catch you next time. Thanks. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors' links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.